What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Even More About Nothing. It's a special treat. You know why? Back in rare form. Canteen boys in the building. You know what I mean? Undefeated. Never lost. The undisputed champs this side of the Milky Way. Facts. The only podcast we're listening to. The one and only podcast that Muhammad Ali recommended. I don't know if that's true or not, but at this point, we do what we want. Put respect on his name. I mean, he is the greatest of all time, and we are the greatest podcast of all time. This is also true. I mean, he might have said it, he might not, but you know what? Greatness recognizes greatness, and no one in this room looks fraudulent right now. The key to success is self-belief, and no one has more self-belief than LeVar Ball. And Kanye West. And Kanye West. Yo, have you seen a series of tweets for the last few days? I've seen a couple of them, not all of them. Yeah, I've been I've been actively trying to ignore them, but one of them hit me like mid Apple Watch scroll, so I couldn't even like look away. And it was like Kanye West just tweeted, I will never take advice from anyone ever again. I'm like, okay. Yep. That is the definition of confidence. Yeah, you know what's best for you. <laughs> oh man. I guess even though, for those of you that are joining us for the first time, you're wondering, like, what the heck is going on? What is happening? What is happening? Uh, We just want to say welcome aboard. This is the podcast where we literally talk about nothing. Ever. 17-minute intros, 32-minute outros. The syllabus. The syllabus. That's all we got to say. This episode is syllabus week. (laughs) No, this is that one uh, random week in the middle of semester where your professor decides to give you a break. Oh, yeah. Before the hell that ensues, that is finals. No, man. Like, for me, this episode feels more like... So, I didn't start going to... So, I went to private school for college um, my last two years of university. And at private school, especially religious private schools, like, you go to school like seven times in August or February. It was like 14 different holidays in February. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, I've been in class for a week. And I was like, oh, yeah, you get this day off. And then that day. And I'm like, that's... Do you? I, I'm just gonna stay at the crib until you tell me to come to class. Cause at this point, there's no point. You don't even want to be here. So why do you want me to be here? That's what this episode is like. Now this is another episode of the Canteen Boys. Myself, Mookie, our greatest podcast host of all time, Mateo, sitting across from me. Um, the other two, we don't know where they are. So we came through, and we're just gonna do whatever we want. I mean, we do anyway. Sometimes Facts. when they're here, that keeps us from being. The best versions of ourselves. <laughs> I am going to be the best version. I'm going to be the DJ Khaled version of myself. That's another guy with self-belief. I'm, listen, no one has more self-belief than DJ Khaled. He's the greatest producer, the greatest rapper, the greatest composer. Even though he's only ever rapped on two songs. Ever, if you ask him. I, two? I thought it was one. Okay, I might be giving him too much credit. Yeah, I was like, let's just... I know there's one for sure, but I wasn't sure if there was another one where we can just kind of, like, slide his Maybe. Leg. If anybody knows the answer to how many songs DJ Khaled has actually rapped on, tweet, tweet at me, because I, I need to know this. At Mookie833 on Twitter. It's been an active week. People have been talking reckless, and I had time. So, <laughs> it, it, has, it has been a real... People have been acting reckless on Twitter, and I had time for them, and they weren't ready for it. This, this is true. It, you can't deny that. Uh, but anyways, also you can follow me and tweet at me at Matt underscore Ogutu, O-G-U-T-U. Not that I have anything to offer. Some people just happen to stay and like a lot of the tweets that I send out. So, I mean, you are, you are quick with this comeback, so. You either have it or you don't. I'm telling you. Twitter is a talent. That's, that's one thing I've realized. Like, 
Twitter being being quote unquote funny on Twitter is a talent that not very many people have. Yeah. Uh but what irritates me is while it does take talent to have crafty tweets, a lot of basic stuff is what's going viral. Yeah, the most basic. Listen, the one tweet you tagged me in is like every time we're trying to talk about 2K. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best tweets ever. If you haven't seen the tweet, go check out our Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. Go check out our white noise Twitter. No, that was that was the email. Is the email one? Yeah, go check out our email Twitter. Uh, Mateo tagged me in a tweet, and it was like talking about anything else. And it's like Mookie getting ready to talk about two K, and this dude running across the screen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There has never been a more accurate tweet that I've been tagged in in my entire life. That is exactly. How I behave. I can't even get mad at it. I was like, listen, I can't even. I don't know what it is, but this, for the past couple of weeks, one of the big things on Twitter are like uh, the videos that show up and people are just like, caption this. Yes. <laughs> My favorite one is the two guys that come like stomping out of the, on top of like a park. On the garage. garage. <laughs> and yes. what, I, I don't know if it's the same video, but one of the videos I opened up, it had Never Gonna Give You Up playing in the background. Yep. <laughs> and the first time I saw it, Someone quoted it and say, uh, Squidward minding his own business. And it's funny about Robert Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God bless Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, let's, let's go ahead and jump straight to the show. Uh, Mookie, how was your week? My week was good. It was uh, prosperous. Um, a lot of work, a lot of meetings, a lot of podcast stuff. Uh Put in work in a group project. You know, group projects are like uh, one conversation away from being super awkward. Yeah. One misstep away from like an F minus, and then like one like word away from being an A plus. I got the A plus group. Like at first we were sitting around looking at each other. It was kind of awkward last Saturday, and then like we were just like, you know, we just got to do this thing, and then we just started talking. It was dope. So group project killed it. Um, played a little bit of division. I wanted to get it on. PC just like because I've basically done everything on the PS4 and I think I'm gonna get Division 2 on the PC and there's a couple things you can do earn badges and get stuff in Division 2 so I went to the website and it was like $83 for the cold version I'm like you're drunk I'm not paying $83 for a game I already own this game was like two years old three years old stop it so I go online yeah, all, boom, I to, boom. all I have to do is throw Elder Scrolls in front of it and you'll buy it yes if it was Elder Scrolls <laughs> I buy I buy it for $100 I give you I give you an extra $20 <laughs> have it uh, but uh, I went online hit the quickity click click hit the poopity scoop whoop diddy whoop Boom. Find it on Green Man Gaming for $16.31. Scoop that mug up. And I've been playing that all week. Other than that, not much going on. Yeah. Uh, can't say there's been a lot going on. Um, I'm actually getting ready to travel. Where, where are you going, though? Uh, going to Atlanta. Yeah! Atlanta. AT Aliens. So, Stand up. So it'll be fun. Get to go down and see our boy Manny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also going to go to the All-Star game. In fact, I just want to see if... Quavo pops up because Quavo been popping up at every sporting event. T Pain's supposed to be doing the national anthem. What? Or not the national anthem? He's gonna have a concert there, like at halftime. Well, not at halftime. There's like, uh, like 
Kind of how, like, at the World Cup, they had, like, the Fan Fest or whatever. Yeah. Kind of like the pre... Like, the pre... Oh, okay, pre, okay. Yeah, yeah, stuff. So, is T-Pain... T-Pain's not even from Atlanta. I don't think he is. He's from Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Isn't Tallahassee he, yeah. boy. Yeah, he's a Tallahassee boy. <laughs> Tallahassee hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to early 2000s T-Pain. He was... That was the definition of Shout confidence. Shout out to T-Pain in general. Do you remember T-Pain with the giant circus hat and the chain that was just... Yeah, three rings? Yeah. The yes. giant chain. That has confidence. I, I, I remember three rings, and then there was pre-rings. Pre-rings. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to T to T Pain and his and his, his his album concept. We don't get enough T Pain. We don't. We even though, even though he is the father of Auto Tune. Facts. He still can sing. Yes. But uh, yeah, so he's supposed to be there at the game. So I'm super excited for that. I just listen. Quavo popped up at the Braves game. Quavo popped up literally everywhere. Quavo is the Quavo is the unofficial mayor of Atlanta, as far as I'm concerned. Honestly, I think Lecrae might be there because Lecrae's from Atlanta. Oh yeah, you're right. And I just saw it was, it was either a story or like an actual post, or it might have been a tweet or whatever, uh, of Lecrae with T Pain. Maybe that's gonna happen. Maybe. Also, I just caught tickets for Lecrae and Andy Mineo in the city, so gonna go see that. So yeah, that that. That'll be really dope. Shout out to SeatGeek. They don't pay us at all. They don't pay us anything. Matter of fact, I just paid them a bunch of money. <laughs> but I used their app plus another podcast discount code, and I got the scoops on the ticket. So, SeatGeek, if you're trying to sponsor us, we already got our code ready. CB, Canteen Boys. That's mm-hmm. why you got We're not worried about white noise. Canteen <laughs> Boys. Everyone's going to be like, shouldn't it be white noise? No, it's the Canteen no. Boys. It's a good CG app. <laughs> Type in CB for Canteen Boys and get $20 off your next purchase. <laughs> Man, don't do it because no, I don't know who. No, it's not. That's not, not, not real code. Yeah. We, we, maybe I'm going to send it. I'm going to shoot my email. I'll be like, there, hey. There's no, there's no affiliation. They don't even know this is going on. Not yet. We're going to send them this segment of the podcast like, yo. Yo. You trying to sponsor your boy? Uh, but yeah, no, got tickets for Lecrae Minio, and I'm super hyped because they both dropped super dope tapes lately, so mm-hmm. hyped. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and get down to business. Yeah, for the second time around. So if you haven't figured out yet, we technically have two intros. Yeah. We have an intro for the intro and then an actual intro to the show. And uh, at that point, it's usually too late for the intro, so we go ahead and cover our tracks and we just call it something else. Hey, breaking news. You know what I mean? On the dead homies, one of the group mates just texted your boy. We got 100% of that group presentation. Holla at your boy. Shout out to dope groups. If you've ever been in a terrible group for a group project, you understand the trouble. My last semester of college, I had three group projects. One of them was terrible. Listen, 100% on a group project? Do you know how impossible that is? That's unfounded, dog. That might just be a unicorn. I'm telling you, man. So shout out to Avery. Shout out to Monica. Shout out to Brett. Coming through for your bizoy. Getting it done in the group chat. Never lost. Never lost. Undefeated. Listen, we are, at this point, the Michael Jordan of groups. We are the Michael Jordan in the finals of group so, projects. We've never lost. Actually, never seen a game seven. I'll concede that because uh, there was a group project. Actually, it was with uh, my boy Ricky. I've talked about him a couple times here on the podcast. There was several semesters ago, uh, or probably my junior year of college, uh, we had a group project where we had to actually present it at a business showcase on campus. Ooh. So we had to finesse our way through it. So at first we wanted to create uh, like this smart oven or whatever. Uh, uh, what? A smart oven. Oh. <laughs> Listen, if it plays Skyrim, I'm buying it. 
But anyways, I just remember like we came up with the concept. We spent like two or three weeks on it, and our professor was coming around doing like progress checks or whatever. He looked at it and he was just like, "Yeah." And, and essentially, he, his his equivalent was like, "This is stupid. Pick something else." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, this is dumb. Don't do this. So, so we picked another project. We kind of ran with it, even though we never had like a real intention of like going through with it because we made it to the showcase by participating in the showcase we were exempt from actually presenting in class <laughs> talk about finessing the system yeah we automatically got 100% plus just extra, for making it to the just for, just for making it and presenting there and so that we didn't have to do anything shout class. out the dope groups but anyway so with the smart oven our professor's like yeah this isn't feasible this is dumb pick something else literally Six months after that semester ended, so uh, my friend Ricky, he had graduated at that point, and we also have a friend named Gabe, he graduated, and (laughs) six months later, so Gabe had moved away, he sends us a text of someone actually making money off of that very similar idea of a I'm sorry, I hate it. I was just like, yo, we could have been millionaires. (laughs) We could have been millionaires. But, lacking, yeah. your professor was lacking. But that that was a really good group to have. But uh, a f- semester after that, or a couple semesters after that, I had one of the worst groups ever. Yeah, um, you know what? I'm just gonna start praying now that I never have too many groups because you know you just never want to have a losing record. Just go out as like <laughs> right. the one championship team who won it, and then all immediately retired. It's, we came together, formed the super team with groups. We got our chip, and now we're retired. Yeah. So we can never have a loss. You're, you're we're literally batting a thousand percent. You are more see now that you have found your Michael Jordan group, you are a thousand times more likely to end up like the now Cavs. Oh no! Stop that! No, <laughs> no! Don't 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 do that. They're best players. Jr. Smith. <laughs> Shirt was Jr. You mean? <laughs> no. Shirt on Jr. That's the problem. He kept the shirt on. If he took his shirt off, he might know what the score of the game is. He should have kept his shirt off before going into that arena. Facts. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, last week we talked about San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. And just because of how our recording schedule goes, happens, for those of you that don't know, we usually record Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So, San Diego Comic-Con was still going on when we recorded. Some more stuff came out before the episode released, and we did put that up on our page. So, we just want to wrap that up for you guys and uh, hand that off. So, so, one of the things we talked about was the Aquaman trailer. Yeah. And looking at that, what are your thoughts? I am more excited now than I initially was. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Manta is in it. It doesn't look as... There's still a lot of CGI, but it doesn't look as bad as I assumed it would. Mm-hmm. Um... The action looks good, um, and the story they're telling makes sense. So, um, it, from what I understand, he's still a surface dweller, and his sister comes to him and is like, listen, your half-brother's trying to take over. you got to come back and assume the mantle, and it's this coming-of-age story. It's not necessarily an origin story. It's more of like he's accepting his role as Aquaman. So, I'm excited for it. I don't know how you feel about well, it. More, not so, and maybe the way you word it, you like you understand. It. Maybe not so much accepting that he's Aquaman, but accepting that he is King, King of Atlantis. King of Atlantis. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm still mixed feelings about it. We know how well DC does with their movies. Yeah, I don't get it. Like DC is killing it in the comic scene right now. They're killing it and in honestly, animated we'll, we'll movies. Talk, well, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about this later, how they release probably their best movie ever. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, killing an animated movie scene. I mean, they just dropped Batman. Um, 
Batman Ninja, Ninja Batman, whatever they're calling it, which is a really, really interesting spin on the whole Batman versus Joker. Really great concept, great acting, great voice acting. Then they just do big screen movie, and it's just like, oh, we don't know how to make movies. Like, what's? I don't understand the disconnect. Yeah, maybe it's just Disney money. They, they just yeah, they, 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 they just money. they're just like, oh, it's not working out here. Just take take all the money. Just take all the take money. All the money. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, well, I guess we'll just have to see because it's coming out later this year, and we'll see how well or bad it does because they have a history of that. Yeah, and um, speaking of that. Disney money. Well, not quite. Okay, you want to wait, wait on that one story? Yeah, I because on story. one of the other things that popped up at San Diego Comic-Con was the DCCW trailers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You so want to talk about that? Yeah, we're getting our first looks at all of the shows. Um, the ones that at least we care for. <laughs> we're not going to keep talking about this. But go ahead. That, but... Uh, so we have uh, the trailer for Arrow, mm-hmm. for Flash, yep. for Legends, yes, and also Supergirl. Yeah, which I don't know if they. I don't remember seeing one for Black uh, for Black Lightning. I don't remember seeing one for Black Lightning either. I'm sure it was there. Unless they're gonna do the same. Oh no, because even with Legends, they did the same model where they came in halfway through the season. They started to like twelve episodes, and then the next time around, they went ahead and did a full season. So I don't know. If they're still doing that, or if they're going to do another half, like they did, I'm not sure. But anyways, aside from the point, uh, getting a look at uh, usually with these trailers, it's usually like the they show a kind of a snippet of the first couple episodes uh, of what'll happen. Mm-hmm. Is generally what happens with this one, but these ones were slightly different, at least for the Flash one. Maybe no, I can see it still being the first couple episodes. I'm I'm talking primarily about Flash because that's the one I'm most excited for. Okay. Uh, out of all of the current running DCCW shows, that one's proved to be the mo- most exciting consistently. Okay. Um, Arrow has had exciting times, but it's also had really boring and plain out dull chunks of seasons. I mean, we're not going to talk about Crime Felicity on this show anymore because we already we already railed that one into the ground. Uh, but listen, Crime Felicity was a problem for the show. It got so bad that fans wrote in, and the actor who portrays Felicity, what's her name? Uh, Emily Beckett. Yeah. yeah she like literally her. responded to a tweet. She goes, yeah, I'm tired of crying, too. When your actor is responding to tweets and like, yeah, you know, I'm sick of crying on TV, too, you know something's going on. But as you said, there's other chunks in Arrow where... I don't understand why it just peaks and valleys, but um, Flash is like Flash is kind of like the stock market. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's headed in a positive direction. It has moments where it's up and down, but if you look at it as a whole, it's just constantly rising. Yeah, um, I feel that same way about Gotham. Most people hate Gotham. I love it, but that's just me, though. Yeah, and that's not a that's that's on the other side of the. The DC family. It's not on CW. It's on the dark side. Yeah, we don't really talk about that. <laughs> Which who knows what will happen with that one? But I mean, uh, they have been making a lot of references to Batman, and Catwoman is going to be on Arrow, isn't she? I don't know if it's going to be Catwoman or if it's supposed to be someone else. But they are making a solid step to confirming Batman. The 
Batman mythos and family in this particular uh, multiverse. Yeah, they've mentioned there's been multiple references to Gotham and uh, Cape Hero, Knight, Dark Knight, things like that. There've been multiple references, but um, do you think? And I know we're kind of getting off on track here. Do you think they're trying to launch a CW Batman TV series that's not Gotham? That's Batman. It's young Bruce. That's gonna match up with young Ollie. Not necessarily so, like young Ollie, but like it's like. And I was. It's not like that brand new Batman. It's not old Batman who's been. It's not. Uh, what is his name? What is his name? What I, I who played Batman in the movie? Oh, uh, Christian Bale. No. no. Oh, not the new one, but the old one. The new one. Oh. Ben Affleck? Yeah, it's not Ben Affleck Batman who's just out here running through the trap house, blowing up the bando. It's somewhere in the middle. We could, I, th- I think that would actually be a serviceable TV series. Somewhere in the middle where it's not this brand new, he's got to figure out what Batman means, but he hasn't seen Robin die and, and everything he loves been destroyed in front of him. I thought, well, we could probably build up to that. And I, I remember reading, uh, just reading up on some people's perspectives on it, and someone... I forget where I saw this, but someone brought up a good point of uh, if they do, it'd be most effective if they did it on a different Earth. Because if they are existing within the same universe or the same Earth, there's so many things that Arrow has already established that would have to be retconned and then all of a sudden it just doesn't make sense. Mm. One of the things is... Especially when you're going back to the whole Rachel Ghoul mm-hmm. season plotline. Yep. Uh, he was going after Oliver to become the next Rachel Ghoul. Well, we all know that that's an infamous like Batman conflict. Yes. But there was no mention of a Bruce Wayne. There was no mention of someone else he had tried to attempt to court to become Rachel Ghoul. Yeah, so it was always his daughter and then Oliver. Yeah. So then there, how would they rectify that? And especially considering um, with Oliver coming back from being gone, like son of a billionaire just pops up, then becomes a superhero. There's no talk of other heroes prior to that Mm -hmm. because we have to imagine around that point in time, Batman's already active within Gotham. So there there has to be like other key moments and factors that would have to come into play that they'd have to retrofix because you have to imagine that as billionaires, billionaires really only associate with other billionaires. I mean, you're not wrong. So then how would we go this long without the Queen family mentioning the Wayne family? I mean, yeah, that's very true. It happens in the comics office. And, like, we all know the way Barry be running through these timelines. Uh, <laughs> right. Alternate Earths are not that uncommon for the CW Super universe. Sits on a different Earth. Yeah, so um, it works. I, it, it could work well if they do it right. But, you know, that's a different conversation for a different day. But, yeah. But, uh, anyway, so back to the trailers. One of the most things that got me hype was actually in the Flash trailer because uh, if Spoiler for anyone that didn't watch the end of season four of The Flash. Um, so the entire season, you see this uh, girl repeatedly pop up uh, just at these random times. But then at the very end, she turns out to be a speedster and helps Barry take down the crashing satellite mm-hmm. um, to essentially save the day that she reveals herself to be uh, Barry and Iris's daughter from the future. 
So then they're kind of going through all that, replaying it, like how she's been throughout the entire season, which I noted when we first talked about that, that this is the first time that Flash or really any of the CW shows have like preemptively set up a new storyline because from the get-go it's they said they talked about Nora because if you remember when Barry came out of the speed or they brought him out of the speed force he was talking gibberish and one of the things he said was Nora's not supposed to be here and that was from the very get-go then we start seeing her come up so kudos to them for that uh but then she's like I'm kind of stuck and they're going through all this but as they're talking about getting ready, something happens. He's like, well, I don't have my suit. And she's like, well, I can fix that. And she hands him the flash ring. Oh. Because remember, they first introduced the flash, flash ring, ring in season... Three? No. One. No, it would have been two. Because... No, it would have been one? No, it was two because... Uh, Reverse Flash comes back. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he right, comes right, back, yeah. and he has the ring. They end up getting it from him. And then he hands it to Cisco, and he's like, hey, figure out how that works. Because uh, he saw him, like, put the suit on from the ring. And he's like, see if you can get that to work. But that's the last time they mentioned it. Now we're actually getting the Flash ring in this, like, with the suit in the ring. So I'm super excited to see that happen. Do you know how many times they're going to abuse that this season? Oh, yeah. It's going to be so bad. And I'm here for it. It's bad. (laughs) It's going to be bad. But, hey, um, I think it's just, again, them exploring the different aspects of, like, the Flash mythos. Um, We've gotten future Flashes. We've gotten past Flashes. We've got the Speed Force. We've got Reverse Flash, Black Flash, all sorts of different kind of Flashes. So, uh, the Flash ring being... um, I guess the new center of focus um, or just another way which they kind of build out their narrative of the Flash mythos um, I think it's just it's really cool yeah but as you said abuse incoming (laughs) I'm glad they made us wait for it because whenever they first did it in season two that they first showed it it like it was cool to see it but then there was still that little like isn't that a bit soon because he was still Don in the like darkish crimson suit and not the true like bright red bright red yeah uh, and so that everything felt kind of rushed at that point in time so I'm kind of glad they pushed it off until now so it's season 5 we're actually getting that he's more established he has people under him that he's training to become heroes uh, but we're super excited for that let us know which CW show you are excited for tweet at us at email podcast facts but Disney money Disney money it only gets bigger like it's Disney like Scrooge McDuck is looking at Disney like listen y'all y'all gotta chill out <laughs> y'all gotta chill out <laughs> right um, and if you don't know what we're talking about the Disney Fox acquisition merger thing is complete Disney now or rather it's been approved it's been approved to go and um, the reason we say it's now complete is because now Disney has their pick of every single Marvel character that exists so, what does that mean for Avengers? It means we're getting a true Avengers. It means we're getting a true Avengers. It means we can actually see Wolverine as part of the Avengers team. It means we can finally get the reunion or reunification, marriage of Black Panther and Storm. It means we can get the whole um, 
Fantastic Four fix that we've been hoping for. Yeah. Um, Maybe they'll be able to fix it. <laughs> because here's, and here's the thing. As soon as that article popped up, Stan Lee, um, I don't know if it was actually Stan Lee himself, but Stan Lee's account posted a picture of the original Black um, Panther reveal, which was during Fantastic Four. And I'm like, ooh... Fantastic Four is now a Disney property. We know Disney is very good at reviving properties. Um, a la Spider-Man was in a very rough place. And then Disney were like, listen, we're doing this. And now we have probably the best version of both Spider-Man and Peter Parker we've ever had. So for Disney to come through and do their thing with uh, Fantastic Four would be dope. Um, but what other implications does this have as far as their other, like, Obviously, we know Avengers is their biggest property. Hands down, it's not even close. What other effects could you see this having? Um, I think one of the big things and the main thing that I really think about is something that Tonks talked about when he was on uh, last month or mm-hmm. a couple, uh, several weeks ago uh, during our E3 episodes. Because um, Disney's still trying to make their streaming app. And because they've, they're now approved to complete their acquisition of Fox, they have access to or they have they own Hulu mm-hmm. at this point oh yeah so they just put everything on Hulu they can either put everything on there or they can just carbon copy like what's there to make their own thing however they want to do it they can do whatever they want at this I point. would ra- at this point I would rather they just rebrand Hulu as a Disney thing and then keep at, keep it as is and then just throw everything they have in the vault if you don't know about the Infinite Disney vault Disney likes to take their classic properties and lock them away for anywhere from five to ten years and every then they'll do like a special anniversary release yeah like what was it five the, anywhere from five to seven years ago they had the diamond release of the lion diamond king. release of lion king yeah and then they're gonna do the uh yeah so to have potential like just streaming access like one day you uh, we were talking about this in relation to the dc um streaming app but it's even more relevant on on the potential disney app or potential rebrand of hulu you wake up one day and then there's a special limited edition viewing of lion king on hulu and you can only watch it for that one week that one month or whatever and then it just goes back and it's back in the vault i would i would honestly prefer they, so they already have an established system. Just put everything you have on the system that's established. Don't make us have to choose between your two. And you, they don't want to cannibalize their own, I guess, profits, their own market, their mm-hmm. own properties. So you own Hulu. Go ahead and just put it up on Hulu. Yeah. Because I've been watching Cloak and Dagger on Hulu, which is okay. It's not great, but it's okay. And um, just to have access to other things on there would be really fun. Yeah, it'll be really cool. Um, but other than that, as we're keeping with the Disney theme, they just released the cast for Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, and um, one of the things that some people are happy about, but some people are up in arms about. Wait, so there are two things people are up in arms about. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's go ahead and, and talk about the goat real quick. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> they... With this, one of the kind of surprises yeah. was that their Carrie Fisher is going to be included in episode nine. Yeah, and one of the things people were like, "No, you said you weren't going to desecrate her legacy. You weren't going to use 
digital recreations, blah, 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 blah. Recasting. Yeah, we don't want to recast, and they were like, we're not doing that. There's unused footage from the last movie that we're going to use in this. And some people were like, oh, that's a great way to remember her. From The Last Jedi or from Episode 7? The Last Jedi. Okay. There's unused footage from Last Jedi, and I I think Episode 7, that they're going to use to fill in the gaps, essentially for the last movie and then they're done with it mm-hmm. and they're also bringing back old boy OG Lando real Lando for this episode which I think uh, is kind of interesting and I wonder if they were originally planning this or they're thinking about this now I don't know that anyone can plan this but uh, episode 7 Han pretty Han centric episode 8 Leia centric now we're getting Lando that's, well, that's, Leia that's, and Luke. Let's put it this way: Leia and Luke centric. Yes, there's the Skywalker centric. Yeah, there you episode. go. Uh, and then we're getting Lando. Even though Lando didn't really show up until like Episode Five. Yeah, but still, it's always great to see the OG. I just want a picture of him and Donald Glover together at the same time in the same capes. Yes, like that. They that what we need is I don't know how they're gonna make it happen, but we need that Spider Man meme happen in real life on the screen where both Landos walk into the room and they point at each other and like you're me no you're me that, or, I, no, I was, or, or even if it's something super subtle like it's like have I it's like have we met before <laughs> like if it's and because there, there's one thing like if they do it overtly where it's like like we're the same person but there's something so beautiful about the subtlety of just like I'm pretty like have I seen you somewhere before yeah it's like nah like I'm crazy. Like those are some of the best cameos. Those are some of the best ones. Yeah, maybe a little head nod to be like, "See so your cape, fly cape, fly cape, keep it fly." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but um, Lando was one of the redeeming qualities of the solo movie, which I didn't necessarily think was a bad movie. It was not a great Star Wars movie, but it was a good movie overall, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But not the best Star Wars anything, if you ask me. Aside from Lando, they did good for what they had. Yeah, I think the Chewie. I think like the way they brought in Chewie was great. I, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, aside from Lando, Chewie, and the and the Darth Maul reveal. Yeah, of course that was that was probably the biggest part of the movie. That I was just like, "Yup, let's do this." Turn down for what? Um, movie was all right. So, but um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah. Going back to the cast, yeah. One of the other things is the actress that plays Rose is going to be returning as well because she should. Yeah, I mean, she had no reason not to return. I mean, all the nonsense that happened online was truly like appalling. If 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 ever there was a fandom that was actually a cult, yeah, a real life actual cult, Kobe fans and Star Wars fans. <laughs> Yo, who, who do you th- who do you think's worse? Oh, Kobe fans, by far. <laughs> Kobe fans, like you see, what, you saw you saw what happened to the LeBron mural. Yeah, no, LA. because and it was perfect. I, I saw something on the internet. There's Los Angeles fans, people who are just like living in Los Angeles. There's Los Angeles Laker fans, and then there's Kobe. <laughs> as far as Kobe fans are concerned, Kobe is the greatest Laker that ever puts the. Kobe might be the biggest basketball player of all time. Period. They don't care. It's Kobe. It's Kobe over Kareem. Kobe over Magic. Kobe over Iverson. Kobe over Jordan. It's just Kobe. They're 
They're real bad, real bad. So <laughs> the problem, the problem was we have to think that every time we shot a three, we yelled Kobe. Yeah, I mean, obviously we we, we thanked him for that, but yeah. that's like their that's their actual mantra. Like, think about that. How wild is that? Whenever you ste- like you were people on the court, who don't you, even watch you, basketball, you stepped back and you shot a three. You didn't yell Jordan. It was always Kobe. You didn't yell Bird. I, Bird practically invented the three, perfected it. You yelled Kobe. Kobe was it? <laughs> Low average three point shooter, but made some of the Robert Ory shot better threes than Kobe. But we don't relish Robert Ory. No, it's always Kobe. Kobe, big shot, Rob. Yeah, oh, man, he got anyway. Scalabrini, <laughs> Scalabrini, the Red Mamba. But anyway, so uh, back to Star Wars. Uh, yeah, it's it. It is saddening how attached, like. Fans feel so attached that they feel like they're entitled and directors and actors have to listen to what they say. Yeah, and like, first of all, like, I don't care how entitled you feel to any property. That doesn't give you permission to attack someone so vehemently. She had to get off the internet. She had to literally delete all of her social medias just so she felt safe. I don't care how much you love her property. That is never okay. And the thing is, she's doing her job. Yeah, she got had to do her job. The thing is, like with fans, when they become so attached, like the line between fantasy and reality becomes blurred, and all of a sudden they just become their characters. Like it happens to me all the time. I don't know what I would do if I ever saw Chris Pratt actually walking down the street. Oh, you'd I, lose, I, you'd I, I real life know, lose your mind. I don't know if I'd ask him to shine my shoes or, <laughs> or if I'd tell him to go find Rocket. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Andy, can I get a shoe shine? He's like, oh, I'm not Andy. Oh, typical Andy. <laughs> I'm the alpha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, so, it, and, like, obviously there, there's something, like, I don't want to say magical about it, but there's something special about finding properties that you can attach yourself to like that. Yeah. But at the same time, there's also such thing as too much. Yeah. As these people are too much. They were definitely doing too much. So, so I'm glad she's returning. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of what they're doing with her and Finn, but I support people that are just out here trying to secure the bag. Yeah, secure the bag. And speaking of Finn, my cousin, John Boyega, going to be returning. <laughs> Yeah, shout out one for the Nigerians coming through with a Yo. fresh pot of pl- uh, fried rice with the meat in it. What if he's Lando's son though? What if he's Lando's son? We come through with all the goat meat. I'm gonna be in the theater with all. Listen, fried rice and goat meat all week. <laughs> Yo, what if we have a picture with him and Childish Gambino? That'd be dope in their Star Wars attire. That'd be super litty. That now that's the cameo I want, dude. Like, I got so excited just thinking about that. I pretty much went brain dead. I pretty <laughs> much went brain dead. Hilarity ensues. Um, of course, um, Ray returning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they kind of can't have the boo Yeah, her. you can't really do that without her. And then, of course, our big bad guy, Kylo Ren, will be returning. And there's also rumors that Snoke isn't is quite returned. And then I know this isn't real because this is happening more in the Clone Wars. Uh, there's uh, some false. Uh, it was. I know it's not real, but I saw someone like possible appearance of Ahsoka, and I'm like, it doesn't even make sense. 
it doesn't even make sense for Ahsoka to be anywhere near this. Yeah. But she, yeah. She would be literally ancient. She, she would. She would literally be ancient. Because remember, Ahsoka was um, Luke's. No, Anakin. No, he was at, she was Anakin's. Padawan. Padawan. And even, so she'd be just a little bit younger than Yoda. Well, actually, a lot younger than Yoda. But like, and she would basically be the Yoda in this movie. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, she'd essentially be the Yoda. She'd the be the Yoda of the movie. But like, why bring her in in the third movie? Yeah, and if they're not going to make any like precursor to her before, like then yeah, no, like there's there have been plenty of opportunities to insert Ahsoka into the series now. No. Speaking of which, I've been uh, catching back up on the Clone Wars. Fire, by the way. Because possibly, hashtag Clone Wars saved. Possibly the greatest Star Wars cartoon ever. I forgot about when they actually did show Saw Gerrera. Yeah, right? Forgot about that, didn't you? Yeah. And honestly, that's it's such Young a Young Saw, show. by the way. Yes. Young Saw Gerrera. And uh, guns blazing out here. Reckless for no reason because Mans, he can. Mans ran the bando. Mans was literally living never lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he lived his life. May everyone that listens to this podcast both exude the energy and instill in others the ideal that you never lose. Ever. Ever. What, uh, what is, what is I, you know what? Because we can't, I'm just going to say it. That, as the kids on the internet say, that's a big dick energy. <laughs> we could have said dragon energy. <laughs> we could have said anything else. But hey, that's what the kids are saying on the internet. Go ahead. Do what you... <laughs> it's word rare form today. Rare form. Rare Can't form. see boys in the building. I'm only, no stopping I'm us. only saying what I saw on the internet. <laughs> only repeating what we hear on the internet. Oh, man. <laughs> Cannot be held liable for anything we're said because it's all from the internet. We're still trying to get bought by Disney, but... I mean, listen, they, they own Hustler, so... You're not wrong. They're not wrong. Um, but let's go ahead and hit it off with the last topic of the show, um, which would be Teen Titans Go. Rhyming accidentally! Shout out to Chris Smooth for that saying. That was one of like first YouTube people I ever followed just because of that saying. Yeah. Splash. Shout out to Chris Smooth, the greatest 2K YouTuber of all time. Dude, he, he was... He was Throwing hands in FIFA. And oh, then, yeah. Was, then he jumped to 2K. Then, oh, he started with 2K and did FIFA and then did the UFC and then he started. Now he just talks about basketball. Like, I went to his page yesterday. He was just talking about JaVel McGee. I'm like, okay. All right. Just hey. Get, get this money. Don't disrespect the champ. He can talk about it. JaVel McGee is, he is the, the true lord of basketball. JaVel McGee has two championship rings. In case you didn't know, LeBron James has three. Who's the real champion? <laughs> <laughs> The fact that we can say that statement, <laughs> the greatest, listen, I love my life. Uh, but no, the Teen Titans movie, the Teen Titans Go movie was out, and they said the movie did well, they got a new season, but you saw something very interesting. You well, and even, let, let's just talk about the movie for a second, because earlier we were talking about how DC does absolutely terrible with their movies, essentially, yeah. the, the non-animated movies. Uh, for the most part, animated movies are usually... Uh, pretty good and pretty solid uh there's very few one-offs that people are just like okay what the heck like judas contract that was not great yeah not great to put it mildly (laughs) uh but teen titans go to the movies might be the best movie dc has 
Yeah, that's a big claim. That is. That's a big claim. And honestly, for those of you that have never watched Teen Titans Go, obviously there's a certain bias to it because of how OG Titans went out. Mm -hmm. And it was immediately replaced with this. And we were still salty about Teen Titans. It was canceled. We never got resolution for a lot of stuff happening. Uh, And then immediately we're getting this show that's completely different than what we were used to. Yeah. Uh, it almost felt like a betrayal. Yes, it felt like a betrayal, and a lot of us were like automatically shut off from it or shut ourselves off from it because we don't want anything to do with this. But in actual fact, it's a really good show. It is. It's actually quite funny. I, I remember hilarious. one day, I don't know what happened. I just sat on the couch and just had no energy to get up and change the channel. And I watched four episodes in a row. I'm like, I hate to admit it, but this is not that bad. Yeah, it, it is. So hilarious, it's almost painful. Yeah. Uh, it's very fourth wall, and it's very self-aware that it... And there's even an episode where they talk about how cool the old Titans used to be. And it's like, it's like we used to be so cool. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and I think that's what it's like. They don't necessarily shy away from anything in that show. Um, that's what makes it unique as a comedy, essentially, is they don't necessarily focus on the action. It is essentially a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what makes it good. Like, whereas the OG Teen Titans was all about the action. I mean... Well, there was still a comedic element. There was a comedic element, but it was all about the action. It was all about the interactions. The I animation. mean, Starfire and figuring out who she is, Raven and her dad, Slade and Robin, um... Beast Boy, Beast Boy and the Doom Patrol. Yeah, Beast Boy and the Doom Patrol. Cyborg just, like, being, like, old Cyborg and, like, trying to be, like, the leader of the team, but eventually realizing he has to hand off leadership to Robin. There were so many different aspects that made OG Titans good, but those aspects are not the aspects that they... If they would try to shoehorn that into Teen Titans Go, it wouldn't have made it past 12 episodes. Yeah, it really wouldn't. Uh, and one of the things a lot of people forget is uh, after the New 52 that DC introduced, that's when they made the shift of Cyborg being a mem- or family member of the Justice League. He, said he was almost always on Titans prior to that. Yep. So a lot of people forget that. So seeing this, uh, even just seeing that version of Teen Titans or Cyborg alive in Teen Titans Go is pretty great. Uh, getting to see him interact and team up with Robin, Beast Boy, Starfire, and Raven. But with this movie, essentially, if you've seen any episode of Teen Titans Go ever... Take that times a hundred and lengthen it to two hours. So good. There's so much laughing going on. Yes. Everything was hilarious. The Easter eggs beautifully placed. Like, honestly, I was sitting in, I actually went to the move to go see it with um, my friend Ricky. And as we're sitting there, I just remember sitting there at these random times. I'm just like cracking up at everything that is going on because this, like, I'm already in the mindset that what the show is, it's a hilarious, like, fourth wall breaking uh, iteration of Teen Titans. Mm -hmm. It's meant for mostly comedic punches Mm -hmm. and still with some very good visuals. And yeah, like the animations are great, even though people don't necessarily love the art style. Animation is still flawless. And the thing is, like, if you've watched some of the episodes, they kind of take a uh, regular show approach. Have you ever seen the regular show? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where they will end up in like 
somehow they'll be doing the most mundane things and they end up in a different dimension. Yep. And with those different dimensions, it'll usually change like the art style of it. And you see that within this movie as well. So they'll have like different art styles and some of them will be like, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. And you can kind of see it progressing because that's just what the show is. There's so many flavors, so many stylistic changes they can do. Uh, it's almost like you can see the artist like, they're like, let's find a fun way to incorporate like all the failed concepts into this. That's what I really love about Teen Titans Go. But, and this show being very meta as it is, is talking about how no one takes the Teen Titans seriously and they want their own movie, but because everyone sees them as a joke, they don't get their own movie. And they square off with, I say, classic because of not only the comics, but because of OG Titans, they're squaring off with Slade of course. in the movie. And it's so good. So, so good. Uh, I'm trying to decide if we just want to go ahead and throw spoilers out. Now nah, the movie just came out. Let the people go ahead and see it. But let's go ahead. You don't talk about. You're talking about the end scene. You call well, it. Well, I'm talking. That's already well, on the internet. Well, it is already on the internet. I'm talking about just like in general for the movie because there, there's so many good things about it. I would. You know what? Go see we it. do whatever we want. That's you know right. What? We don't start right now as a spoiler cast for the, the Teen Titans Go to the Movies movie starting in three, two, one. Go ahead, spoiler. Yeah, you've been warned. If you and still at this point, you're some, you have yeah, no regard yeah, for yourself. Yeah, that's on you. Pause it and go watch and come back and listen if you really want. Uh, but there's just so much going on. First of all, I just want to point out Lil Yachty's in the movie. What? <laughs> yes. I totally missed that. <laughs> but it makes sense, though. Little, little Yachty. That makes perfect sense. He voice acts Green Lantern. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, you know who else would be in that movie? Takashi 6 9 I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> Yo, don't, don't, don't do that. I, I, would, I don't want it to happen, but if he was in the movie, I'd be like, you know what? It makes sense. He's a real-life cartoon character. Yeah, he, he really is. Uh, but yeah, Lil Yachty's in there, and I just remember seeing the end credits. I'm like, Yo, that's hilarious. Um, but it really plays out the Titans versus Slade storyline throughout all of this. And... It's it's very reminiscent of what they would do in OG Titans. Mm-hmm. So Slade shows up. He's stealing all this stuff. He's distracting all the Justice League heroes by giving everyone a movie deal. And so it's funny because like the big thing is like Batman has this movie premiere that's going on, and everyone, all the heroes show up to it. The Titans sneak their way in because they weren't on the list, and as they're doing it. They have so they have Slade as protagonist, but they also have Jade Wilson, who is the movie director, mm-hmm. who is like talking about like oh all these are getting movies, and it's so funny because they're sitting there as they're do watch the premiere for the Batman movie, and they're just like coming next summer, and then Rob is like oh, it's my movie, and he's like uh, Batman's greatest ally, his closest friend, Alfred the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I, I guess it makes sense. Maybe I'm next, next summer." He's like, "Next, next summer, the Batmobile," <laughs> <laughs> and it's just dumb stuff like that uh, that really make it pop. Yeah, they make it pop and make it hilarious. One of the things that 
and obviously, so I thought they were going to do, like, the interplay of, like, Jade's actually helping her dad. Because Jade Wilson is Slade Wilson's daughter, for those that don't know. In case you didn't know, <laughs> his name is Slade Wilson. Also known as Deathstroke. And she is? Jade Wilson. I forget her superhero name. Well, or she was a superhero for a time. She was with the Titans for a while. Or yeah. whether her brother was with the Titans. Brother, I think. Yeah, that sounds... That sounds right. But I forget their, like, code names or whatever. But they are related. She does have a brother. And I thought they were going to do that angle. But it turns out it was just Slade in a costume. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> yeah. Straight up to Slade. Straight up to Slade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about... And they have this plan to, like, separate the Titans. So, like, Robin gets a movie. But then he, like, pushes his friends away so that he can't have a movie because his friends are all, like, being nonchalant, goofy, like, slacking off, doing whatever they want. And it it's really funny how they set it up and they end it because when they first set it up, they have like the intro song or whatever. Uh, it's called so literally Cyborg pulls out a cassette tape and it says who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at the bottom of it, one of the best cameos in the entire movie. They had crossed out the name on the bottom of the cassette tape, and the name they crossed out said Young Justice. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. And I, oh, I can't even get started on the cameos, because you can see the uh, the Teen Titans Go animation style. They had, obviously, all the heroes. They even had the character builds and designs in that art style for the Young Justice characters also. That's hilarious. So they had Artemis, they had Miss Martian, you can see Superboy. Uh, and there's just like all these things happening. Stan Lee made a cameo. Um, Like real life Stan Lee voice acted and made a cameo in the movie. Real life Stan Lee Voice acted animated Stanley? Yes. That's the greatest thing I've so, ever heard. That's the, the greatest is. thing I've ever heard of. If you don't know, Stanley is like the greatest comic book creator of all time, but he's all Marvel. So to have him in a DC property, they're just like, I would do it. They were on their canteen boys that day. Yeah. They were doing whatever they wanted. Because it was hilarious, because what happened is they actually go to the Warner Brothers studio mm-hmm. and they're they're showing like the WB sign everywhere, because like DC and WB are partners. Yeah. Uh, and as they're walking around, it's just so funny. They're walking around a lot. They look at like the water tower with the WB on it, and Starfire's like, that's where the Animaniacs live, and stuff like that. And as they're walking around, the camera's panning around, and you see Stanley sweeping the ground behind him, <laughs> and he's like staring at the camera, and like Robin will be like saying something, he's just kind of like shifting around, and he'll be like blocking his view, and so the cam- Stanley's like trying to move to like look in front of the camera, yeah. and so then. All of a sudden, he just, like, walks off to the side, and he pops up right in front of the camera. He's like, hey, how's it going? I'm Stan Lee, and I love who is it. So then, so, <laughs> uh, Mr. Lee, sir, and he, like, whispers in his ears, like, what? This is a DC movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And he's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> gotta get-. And he just runs off. That's great. That's great, though. But that's a... Uh- that's great stuff. You know, and it just shows that the, the creators of these comics don't care about these divisions that people like to put up, like DC versus Marvel. The people who are, like, there are plenty of people who've written Batman comics who've written Marvel comics. There are plenty of people who've written Marvel comics. Who've, like, um, Tanasi Coates wrote Black Panther, has written plenty of comics for DC. So, yeah. One of the other notable ones, which I think they showed in a, a trailer, was whenever they first ran the dead uh, Deathstroke. Was it like, 
hey, what's Deadpool doing here? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and then he makes his meta reference. He's like, well, I'm pretty sure he's copying me because I was here way before he was. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and DC sometimes needs that because sometimes people view DC as being too dark and not funny enough and blah, blah, blah. So they needed this kind of movie in their catalog just to prove that they can do it. And I think they're going to follow it up with a movie like Shazam because Shazam looks hilarious. I still don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about it, but like the more I watch that one trailer, the better I feel about it. I guess I don't know if I like the choice of Zachary Levy playing mm, mm, uh, mm, mm. That's Captain a, Marvel. That's a very, very, very apt criticism. But hey, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I, we'll see. But honestly, one of the things that we wanted to talk about, you've probably seen on the internet, was the end credit scene of Teen Titans Go. Yes. Uh, yes. There, were rumors, there was rumors circulating prior to the movie coming out, prior to San Diego Comic-Con, and this all but confirmed it. Mm-hmm. So during the end credit scenes, you just kind of see like static, you see like characters popping up, and then all of a sudden what happens is you see Robin, and he's like, can you hear us? Uh I think we found a way back, and it is the OG Titans art style. Yes. It's the OG Titans. It's all five of them. They're standing there looking at the thing. It says, I think we found a way back, and then Stack dies out, which means they are clearly trying to bring back the OG Titans, um, and this might be a way for them to like do it and keep both separate and keep them at the same time. I they wonder- can keep Team Titans go going, or they can end it on the movie and then well, kick back off with real Titans. Well, I not th- real Titans, OG, OG Titans. Titans. I mean, I so think. I think if I'm correct in assuming this, because one of the things that and you even mentioned this was uh, a lot of creators were uh, saying based off of how the movie does, they'll bring Teen Titans go back for a sixth season uh, on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. It could be one of those things that Teen Titans go is happening on. Cartoon Network, but OG Titans happening on the DC streaming app. Yeah, and the DC streaming app is a very, very perplexing thing right now. But if they put that on there, we, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, 100%. Young Justice, OG Titans. Yeah, that's all I need. Oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, and then again, unconfirmed, but there was an article saying that um, DC is exploring the possibilities of putting all their animated movies out on DVD and on an app day and date. So if like Ninja Batman Two comes out. August 1st, 2019, mm-hmm. it'll be on the app August 1st, 2019. Um, I would enjoy that. Yeah. I would enjoy that very much so. But I think it's just a way for all these properties to live on in perpetuity. Um, I don't know. I want easier access, greater access. I, re- I really just wanted to put all that stuff on Netflix. But if this is the way they're going to go about it, um, I'm watching it. I'm, I'm, I'm subscribing for Teen Titans. Yes, dude. Young Justice was already like a big factor. But for Teen Titans, yeah. You know, you know how... Literally, so Young Justice specifically, I was because once again, so I went to go see Teen Titans Go with Ricky, uh, and he was talking about when he get into Young Justice. He's never seen like Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans. He hasn't seen Teen Titans Go, mm-hmm. and he was wanting to get into Young Justice, and I was kind of like explaining it all to him. So we were afterwards, we're trying to watch like some episodes of like either Teen Titans or Young Justice. And it's like you can't find Young Justice anywhere ever since it was removed from Netflix. Yeah, it's been it's very very difficult, but. It is on Amazon Prime Video in the UK. What? Yes. 
not in the U.S. I don't know what's up with that, but Black Lightning is like weekly on Netflix in the U.K. I didn't know that was a thing until I was like, oh yeah, I was watching it on Netflix. Everybody was like, no, you weren't. And I was like, I have video. What do you mean? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, a couple months ago when we found out Avatar: The Last Airbender was on Netflix, but only in Europe. Trash. I was pissed. <laughs> Real life trash. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so uh, final thoughts on Tea Times Go the movie. Honestly, it is what the best, one of the best movies that DC has put out. I think animated so. or real? Is that what you're saying? Period. Might as well. Okay. Because I mean, their their real ones are not great. So far. And they even mentioned that. So whenever they had, uh, at the beginning, they had Green Lantern show up with Wonder Woman and Superman. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were talking about, like, how every great superhero has, like, an arch nemesis and a movie. (laughs) And so then Robin's like, wait, so Superman, you have a movie? He's like, yeah, I have tons of them in Mordecai. And then Starfire's like, Wonder Woman, you have a movie? She's like, it took a while, but yes, I finally have a movie. And then... Uh, they look at Green Lantern like even you. He's like, yeah, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that's uh, again, DC's not dumb. They hear the critics. They know the they know the things that get said about them. So uh, this is just hopefully a sign for. And this entire episode has been f- pretty much comic book centric. This is like a sign of the future and things to come. Just like more things and better things from Disney. Hopefully, better and more things from DC as well. Um, and it's just a very, very great time to be a comic book fan. And in the words of the great American poet, Future, what a time to be alive. It really is. Um, I know a lot of people, so most people that we you probably know or interact with uh, are like, oh yeah, I love the superhero films, I love like the TV shows. But for the small few people that absolutely detest anything superheroes, it kind of sucks for them because... It's being so incorporated in a lot of things now. Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere. The biggest you can't get money, away from the it. biggest money makers in the box office, superheroes are the superhero movies. They're making shows predicated on or based off of superhero lore or comic book lore, rather. Video games, superheroes are some of the highest selling video games. Besides Grand Theft Auto, which we still don't understand how that happened. Yeah, I, I mean, twelve year olds. What can you do about them? I mean, not wrong. <laughs> Give them Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) And they're still selling. I don't understand how Fortnite is selling like hotcakes. PUBG is selling like hotcakes. All these games out here running the world. And somehow, someway, GTA 5 is still on the MPD's top 10. Who is buying this game? (laughs) I am convinced there is a legion of Rockstar employees that go out every Tuesday and just buy a new copy of Grand Theft Auto they, they, they expense it back to Rockstar. Yeah, they, 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 a legion of Rockstar employees who just walk out with company credit cards and they walk in on Tuesday. They're walking on a Tuesday. Say hi to Greg and pick up a copy of Grand Theft Auto 5. I was like, what's up, Greg? It's Tuesday. You know what time it is. Give me my game. And then Greg's just like, why are you here? <laughs> Shout out to Greg for being the GameStop guru. Um, on that note, it is time for us to end the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Canteen Boys. You know what it mean? Yeah, I mean, on the dead homies. I apologize. I don't know where that came from. But, you know what? We do what we want. It's all that dragon energy, and I'm not taking any advice from anybody. You thought I was going to say something else. You really thought I was. But I'm not that reckless. 
Well, I take that back. I'm always reckless. But uh, if you haven't heard about us before, thanks for listening. If you haven't listened to us for a while, we appreciate you. We don't know why you listen, but we appreciate that you do. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Go ahead and give them the addresses, Matt. So... On Twitter, we're at Eman Podcast. We're also that on Instagram. We are cooking up some pretty cool stuff on not only that one, but our company stuff as well, which is at White Noise LLC. Yeah, W H I T E N O I Z LLC. If you are listening to this on any of the streaming platforms, SoundCloud, hit that follow button. Drop a comment whenever you hear something cool. Would love to hear from you guys. Uh, if you're on iTunes, if you're on Google Play Radio, Stitcher Radio, go ahead, leave like, a review and review feedback. What you think? Shout you out on the podcast. Maybe if we like what you say. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll shout you out. Like we said, we take everything in stride. You think Canteen Boys are dumb? We will gladly tell you we do what we want. Facts. <laughs> uh, so without further ado, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canteen Boys. And we will catch you on, I don't know, the other side of the bodega. We don't have bodegas here. No. What do we have? The valley? Yeah. Uh, the river? Nah, it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely the other side of the dirt road. With the a back, dirt yeah. road? It's, it's de- yeah, we'll catch you on the side of the dirt road with a plate full of plantains and fried rice. Right, just remember, this is who we is. We do what we want. Come through with a bowl of goat meat. <laughs> <laughs>